Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to talk with you about what to do when you feel like giving up. We've all been there. We've all felt like we want to throw in the towel. We don't see anything happening. We don't know when things are going to happen. Well, today I'm going to just have a really inspirational moment to help you get out of that funk and get into a new state of mind that you know that you're capable of being and you know that you can just do anything above which you could even ask or imagine. So, Stay tuned after this short break and we'll get straight into it. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would love to thank those of you who I've been listening for the very first time. Thank you very much. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, either way, I know that you've got a lot of options and I'm really really thankful that you're choosing to spend this time with me. I want to stay connected with you. If you haven't done so already, please follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise G. Lee. You're going to find inspiration, motivation, some friendly hot takes and everything in between to help you navigate not just your business, but hopefully in some form or fashion your life. I've noticed and I've shared this with my clients, I'm sharing this with you too, that our personal life, the way we view our life has a funny way of how we view our business. It's kind of hard to have a very successful personal life and a crappy business life. We tend to have that same amount of discipline, always those exceptions, but typically we have we take the same amount of discipline that we have in our personal life and we mirror it in other areas of our life. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, not just this episode, but just all of the my episodes in general, that you realize that if we're going to improve in not just our business, we need to improve in our lives. So that's my fervent hope that you take this as a jump off point to examine other areas of your life. And make sure that if you haven't done so already, check the show notes because I have some links to some other resources that I know might be helpful to you. Now let's get started with today's episode. I, as I reflect and think about all the years that I've coached and all the things that I've talked with other people throughout the years, one of the things I circle back over and over again is how do I get out of that funk? How do I feel inspired when nothing's going my way or nothing appears to be working the way I would love it to. Perhaps we're seeing other people who have started their business shorter than us and they're making way more millions of dollars. Or perhaps we go online on Instagram or wherever social media um, place of choice that you have and it just seems like everyone is appearing way more successful, way more put together than us and we're just kind of just scraping by and really struggling to just get some headway. And before we get into any of that, I just want to let you know as a firm, firm reminder that everyone online showcases only their best parts, only the things that look great from the outside, but 
not in the inside. No, it disappears that somehow everything from the outside is much more simpler and easier than what people alluded to be. And for a lot of us, it's we those overnight sensations have been years in the making. And do not let anybody else tell you that. It takes really, really a concerned amount of effort and focus and diligence to make yourself realize that you are capable. It doesn't come intuitively for a lot of people because we've been fed lots of crappy stuff from our family of origin or perhaps our family or friends or lots of numerous sources or perhaps we dealt with low self-esteem or abuse. I mean, the list of endless or perhaps we've been disappointed or hurt. And then we just internalize images about ourselves and how the world works. And because we're or we're afraid of taking risks and we're afraid of messing up and we, we don't play to our strengths. And in fact, we try to run away or come, come up with all sorts of excuses. What I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of reasons why people don't succeed. And it's not because they can't do it. They're not capable of doing it. It's because of their mindset. They've been feeding themselves and confirming exactly what they are want to believe because of their own limited beliefs. So in today's episode, I want to just break down and explain to you that anything that we want to do is a result of accumulated effects. It's a result of constant pressure and all those things that feel daunting and it feels overwhelming. It's actually designed to help us whether the challenge is, it's not just meant to destroy us, it's not meant to discourage us. In fact, it's meant to create us. If we choose to see it that way as brilliant examples of what we can do if we have the right mindset, if we can see those obstacles and turn them into opportunities. And for the purposes of today's episode, I thought it'd be fun to explain to you, if you don't know already, the purpose, not the purpose rather, the process of creating a diamond. A diamond is a very interesting thing. And I want to kind of explain to you about how it works. And I want to also make the connection to how you can apply this into your business. But so just indulge me for a moment as I kind of just talk about the process of diamonds because as I'm explaining it to you, I'm I'm hoping that you can make that connection to your business, okay? And not just your business, but your life in general, okay? If you don't know already, diamonds are formed deep within the earth, about 100 miles or so below the surface in the upper mantle. You know, of the when you look at the earth, the earth's crust, that's the upper mantle, the top part. Obviously, in that part of earth is very hot. There's a lot of pressure. The weight of the overlying rock bearing down so that combination of high temperature and high pressure is what necessary to grow diamond crystals in the earth. As far as we know, all diamonds that formed in the earth formed under those kind of conditions. And of course, that's a part of the earth we can't directly sample. We don't have any way of drilling to the depth or any other way of traveling down to the upper mantle of the earth. And so you may be asking, like, how do diamonds travel to the surface of the earth? Well, the diamonds that we see at the surface 
are ones that are brought to the surface by a very deep-seated volcanic eruption. It's a very special kind of eruption, thought to be quite violent, that occurred a long time ago in Earth's history. We haven't seen such eruptions in recent times. They were probably at the time when the Earth was hotter, and that's probably why those eruptions were more deeply rooted. These eruptions then carried the already formed diamonds from the upper mantle to the surface of the Earth. When the eruption reached the surface, it built a mound of volcanic material that eventually cooled, and the diamonds are contained within that. They are so-called kimberlites that are typically the sources of many of the world's mined diamonds. One of the things we know, therefore, about any diamonds that were brought to the surface is that the process of the kimberlite eruption bringing the diamonds from the upper mantle to the surface of the earth happened very quickly because if they were traveling too long and too slowly, they would have literally turned into graphite along the way. And so by moving quickly, they essentially got locked into place that produces this repeating network, the structure of carbon atoms that eventually grows large enough that it produces crystals that we can see. Each of the crystals, each diamond, one carat represents literally billions and billions of carbon atoms that all had to lock into place to form this orderly crystalline structure. I'm just going to park right there and think about that for a second. Tons of immense pressure, tons of heat, tons of just a amount of obstacles deep within the earth. And then it took on a volcanic eruption and it took just enough to quickly come out the surface for it to form these little amounts of crystals that represents billions of carbon atoms. That is amazing when you just think about it. I mean, you don't have to be a uh, gemologist or geologist or any of that field to understand like that is a lot of stuff, a lot of things that are happening all at once, but over a large period of time. Now, let me continue to talk about this. How long does it take for diamonds to form? Honestly, science don't, scientists don't know that. There have been attempts to try to date inclusions in different parts of diamonds, and those have been largely unsuccessful. It may be that diamonds form over a period periods as short a time as days, weeks, months, to millions of years. Typically, as with many crystals that grow on the earth, it's not a continuous process. The diamonds may start to grow, and then there may be an interruption for some reason, a change in conditions, temperature, pressure, source of carbon, whatever. And they could sit for millions, hundreds of millions of years, and then start growing again. That's part of the problem of trying to put some sort of growth period on them. They don't always occur continuously on the earth. Think about this. I'm, now I'm back and we're, we're just talking. When we look at all the people that appear successful, it was never a strong, straight trajectory to, fr- to fame. Perhaps they were doing things and then they had a setback or perhaps they were struggling with something and took a a moment off. Sometimes, and I tell all of my clients this, maybe the best thing that you need to do for your business, for your livelihood is to take a season. That's why we all need a rest so we can avoid burnout. That's why we need to take a pause, have a vacation, go out and see different things. Because if we're always just focused on go, 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 we may not be able to have the mental framework 
to look at things with clarity. It's okay to have a pause. Now, I'm not saying a pause for so long that you lose the momentum if you don't work and you don't drive. No one's saying that. Don't get it twisted. What I'm saying is that for a lot of us, we think that is some linear process up to the moon, up to like being interviewed on Forbes or Fortune 500 or whatever thing that you think represents like arriving in fame. For a lot of us, it's up and down, zigzag, across, sideways. It's not linear. But when we know that we've arrived, when we know that we've hit some goal, gosh, it it we do shine like a diamond. We feel so radiant inside and out because we know that after so many years and so much pressure and so much frustration and so much heartache, we've achieved something. And think about this. Think about even yourself six months ago. I'm assuming if you've been working consistently at your business, you can rattle off at least five things off of the top of your brain that you have done now that you could not do, what seemed daunting, which seemed beyond your capability that you can do today. For a lot of us, we focus so heavily on where we have been without thinking about all the things that enable us to go where we are now. Let me repeat that. We focus so much on where we have been and not focus on where we are now. We are so much better ahead as business people, as people who want to make a difference. I don't know anyone who could spend even a minute on social media alone, just an example, just a social media alone, and they're actively reading and networking and connecting. They haven't learned anything. As an example, the same thing goes if you've been writing emails or same things goes if you're doing more networking events or more speaking engagements. Like we know a little bit more about how we speak or how we write or how people react to certain things that we say, or maybe learning more about what the market's demanding on certain areas or not. Every day we're learning, every day we're growing. And and I don't want to sit here and lie to you and say that pressure is not part of the process. Pressure for anybody and any discipline is part of the process. I think about a particular mentor that I worked with and I found out she told me that for about 10 years, she was heavily discriminated against. She was more or less limited for many opportunities. And I'm not gonna go into the reasons behind it because it's beside the point, but she was limited and She thinks it was a blessing that she was limited because it helped her improve how she wrote. It helped her improve her communication skills. It helped her to never take advantage of her statue. She had maintained humility. This And for 10 years, mind you, of not being able to be promoted. And then when she finally did reach out and strike out for herself and become a business person, she was so far ahead in terms of her knowledge base because all those years of being set back and limited with actually setting, those setbacks were actually set ups for success. 
I want to kind of go back to that main issue that I was talking about. Like, what do we do when we feel that we are not able to become successful when things aren't working out? I want to let you know that every single crappy thing that's happening to you right now in your life is a setup. There is no way that you can achieve your goals or at least have some form of credibility if you don't have a story behind you. Behind every testimony are a series of tests. Behind any message of meaning, of value, is a profound, messy story. These don't thing, These things don't work in isolation. And I wish I could tell you, just like a diamond, how long is it going to take? What circumstances actually created each carbon that's part of each facet of the diamond? I wish I could tell you all that. And just how those scientists have no freaking clue how a diamond actually constructed, how long it takes, the exact process, other than just a a rough overview. The same thing goes for your business success. The same thing goes for when you will be able to be featured on whatever magazine or be on the news or hit your first million of sales or whatever target that you're looking for. I wish I could sit here and tell you that. But the reality is just like the creation of Diamond, it requires incubation. It requires patience. It requires being able to stay the course. If there's anything that I wish for you to think about is that if you are doubting yourself, if you don't believe that you are capable, you've got one of two options. There's no in-between. The first option is you stay the course or the second thing is you give up. That's it. Those are your only two options. If you believe for a second, if you're saying to yourself, I can't do it, I am incapable of achieving my goals. Just stop the bus and just get off. (laughs) Just get off this entrepreneurial journey because there are going to be so many times you're going to be kicked, punched, bloodied, feeling like you have been having all arrows pointed against you and all sorts of crap and madness. People trying to vilify you, vilify your purpose, vilify anything that you say. Hop off this bus and just stop because here's the thing. The moment you start to make the decision for yourself that you are entrepreneur and you want to do this thing, you're going to find many more enemies beyond just yourself telling you to quit and stop your competition is going to try to tell you to stop. Your haters and trust and believe if you start accumulating followers and start building momentum, you will have haters. You will have people who will be jealous. All that stuff is going to happen. If you cannot be your fears, 100% dedicated advocate for yourself and believing that you believe in yourself, you believe in your product or service, and you believe that your audience needs it, stop right now. Just stop right now because it's not easy. This whole process is rough, but I can assure you without a doubt in my mind, if you believe in yourself and your audience and your ability to make a difference, Coupled with support, the sky is the limit. The sky is utterly the limit. If you have to look at yourself in the mirror all day, every day, and say that I am capable, I am winning, I know more now than I ever did before, I have people in my court that back me up and support me, I know this thing is possible, 
and you have forward momentum in terms of consistent action, there's nothing going to stop you. Utterly, it's not going to stop you. And if you feel right now, I'm talking to you who feel like this is not happening. If you feel right now that this isn't going to manifest, I seriously have to ask you how dedicated you really are to your dream. Because a lot of people are treating their businesses like hobbies. If you're treating your business like a hobby, it's not going to last. Because what do we do with hobbies? We, as soon as we find something that's better or easier or quicker, then we just wanted to stop, right? We don't want to sit here and power through. Of course, we don't want to do stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable and sad and doesn't make us feel good about ourselves. But guess what? A business is not about us. It's about how much we can be able to impact our community and, and our audience and the people who need our help. And the shift focuses less on us and onto other people. And if you understand that concept, if you wholeheartedly know that it's for them, it's not for you, and that someone needs your voice and somebody needs your product or service, you will continue to show up, show up, not shut up. You will continue to show up despite the setbacks, despite the limitations, despite all this. I am convinced that Anyone who's listening and anyone who is in business, they started it because they wanted to make a difference. Lean into that energy. Lean into understanding that the whole pressure and all of the uncertainty and all of the difficulty is all part of your refinement process. That is how, just like a diamond that pops out from the earth, like from, that is how your business is refining you. Let it be your refiner. Let it be, literally, you've heard the expression trial by fire, right? And we all understand through that volcanic rust of the, uh, that those rocks, you know, if it didn't come out bursting out with that pressure, it could, it, it could have been turned out to graphite. But it turned into a beautiful, precious stone, right? That's the same way you're going to emerge if you have the right attitude, if you have the conviction, if you believe that you are capable. So I want you to remind yourself that you are capable, that you understand that this is for a higher purpose. You can do this. I don't want this to be a question of if. This is a question of when, and we don't have a timeline, but I will be assured in the fact that those who have the support and those who have the motivation will find the people and the resources to help them get there along faster. And this is a race you're running by yourself. You can't compare yourself to what your friends are doing, what your colleagues are doing, what your coach did, what anybody else doing. Your race is unique to you and you alone. The only person you're in competition with is the older version of yourself. You're only in competition with the older version of yourself to help you become faster and smarter and wiser than the version of you last week or last year. And if you know that and you're willing to just keep the faith and keep persevering, then it will get easier. I assure you, it will get easier in the sense that you will find new things that will be more challenging. But the things that weren't challenging will get easier. Let me say this again. The things that were challenging before will get easier along the way. You are more than capable. You can do this. If And when you're willing to accept that challenges and shortcomings and disappointments are all part of the refinement process. 
Well, in summary, just like a diamond, you will develop under pressure. And these things are all designed to help you succeed. No one becomes a winner without challenges along the way. Each test forms your testimony and each and each mess was birthed from a series of messy situations. All of this has been refined and put together for the people who need you. And then lastly, you're not doing this for you. You're doing this for somebody else. You're doing this to make a difference for your community. You're doing this to help someone with your product or service be better off. Keep the faith. If you know that you believe in yourself and your ability to help other people, the resources will come. You will seek out those resources. And more importantly, you will be amazed as to how you will transform in the process. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was really enlightening. It was really helpful. If you've got a question or comment about what I have to say, send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Love to continue the conversation. And if you really, really love this episode, check out the show note included with this podcast so that you can be able to stay in touch with me. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.